Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. You'll fucking stop talking and listen for a bit. <laughs> There's studio where you're going to sing. It's a cruise to Hulkway. <laughs> I don't understand why we're yelling at all. <laughs> you're going to sing, fucking goddammit. Andre is back in full force, and I couldn't be happier. Look, I know Libby and Andre uh, have been on like six previous seasons of HEA, it feels like, but there's st- <laughs> Andre I'm delivers. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see you, Kim. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to I will lo- transform room into studio. <laughs> she can sing in spare time. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> I am so surprised that I enjoyed this episode. I think it's because Ed and Angela were not on it. So it was right. like two, almost two hours of Kim and Usman. I'm here for it. I, I don't. It's so stupid. I, it's so dumb. Usman is like one of the best 90 day universe Ugh. characters because he's so absurd and he knows it. And all of this is like just for fun for him like none of this is real for him so it just makes it no, this is this is fun part to of laugh like an at. extended music video basically <laughs> and then somehow kyle jenny and submit i was like oh my god we have already seen like four seasons of these people i'm still riveted by family submit it's like it's hilarious Sadna. horrifying i'm yeah. cringing it's awkward i'm like this is still delivering because it's so genuine somehow it's it 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 has to be genuine because no no person in their right mind would go on tv and make fun of a 63 year old's arms being too fat oh my god it's it's not gonna happen dude it's so mean and uh my only yeah i mean i agree with you overall that i enjoyed this episode i actually laughed i can't believe it uh ed and angela's absence means we might have a full podcast today guys i know and and you know with with family submit my only concern is that we blew the wad in the first episode <laughs> right right because g- usually they save the sadna like they've been on what this is their fourth season or something now maybe maybe third yeah but they usually save the sadna smackdown to the last episode which thank god they didn't drag this out but i couldn't um, believe that submit told his parents episode one as like usually this would take eight episodes of build-up for him to tell his parents that he's married so that makes me think they have a lot more content of like insanity and it sounds like they're going to turn it into hey we're going to try to get to the states since bounce. your yeah. parents hate you anyway so <laughs> that the, the I, maybe he had to tell them then because how fucking long ago was the other way on tv because they're gonna years? find out maybe it was they were literally about to air it and and he had to tell them before someone told them on the grapevine they they would have definitely found out this had to have been filmed a year and a half ago i because they would have found out yeah. right like even if it doesn't air in india someone would have told them oh yeah like you think that there aren't like youtube videos of this yeah. and like just just blogs and t you know tv news you think his brother is not looking at horrific clips of oh, sumi on on youtube right i just like 
when 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 the parents were like, "Give me the proof that we said we wouldn't stop you from getting married," like it's clearly in the recap. It you you realize you're on camera, right? That <laughs> this is like essentially a docu series that you are on national television in the United States. I laughed so hard. I just this is I don't know. I feel like it might still be interesting. Um, would you let me ask you, would, was it a good call for Summit to have Jenny in the room when he told his parents? <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know if it added to uh, anything other than just her being humiliated. The maybe it maybe it lessened the likelihood that she would stand up and just literally kidnap him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I can't think of any other good reason. It was it was. I, pretty... I think that they wanted to do that thing where they're trying to show that Jenny is a good Indian wife by bringing tea, and they just made fun of her for being sweaty. It was just, oh, is it that hard to bring tea? Oh, jeez, she's hot just for making tea. It. I feel bad for the sister-in-law because she is like laughing at mother Summit's jokes but i can't tell if like that's what she's expected to do if she's just nervous laughing if she's a horrified laugh like us horrified laughing or if she really hates jenny as well because maybe she's like oh man i wish that i i wish that my brother-in-law could just you know have a a wife that i could hang out with i I just think that she hates jenny yeah i feel like she hates her because i think she does not feel I, I don't I think of all the people her and her brother are the most horrified to be on TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I just I have so much to say, though, about Jenny and Summit. So I'm excited to dig in there. I'm also pumped. We get when Kimberly was like, oh, I went to Nigeria and we had a great time. I'm like, why the hell was it this on television? That's what I want to see. And then she's like, but I'm going back. I was like, thank God this saves us because I, I don't want to watch Kimberly in San Diego. Well, yeah, by herself. It would be super boring. So there would just be 12 more scenes like the one we got this episode with various personalities telling her she's a moron and then storming off tell-all Angela style. Ugh, yeah. I just want to say, too, I don't understand Jenny and Summit what their rental situation is oh so confuso they, they way confuso two apartments that Why apartment they was two... disgusting they literally have a fucking safe house on the <laughs> other side of town and they just abandoned their first apartment in a disgusting mess state apparently they moved none of their possessions at all i'm like are they staying in an airbnb temporarily like That's for why a they month? were eating on it. That, I'm not sure. I, I at first I was I wrote down why the fuck is he serving her breakfast on their bed? <laughs> but but then you see that they still have their old apartment. Like, dude, maybe they rented this apartment and they literally didn't move any furniture and just bought another bed and that's the only furniture there. It's so bizarre. Maybe they made a deal with Matt Sharp that they would only do HEA if they got them. If they had a safe house. Yeah, if they had a safe if they had house. An escape, if they had a fucking escape room. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing is just, uh, along with Libby and Andre, I don't know. It's, it's not so bad. I'm going to eat these words. It's not, <laughs> not that bad so far. 
No, the first episode is almost never bad because we're not re-sick of these people. That's except true. Bilal, clearly. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. And there's nothing... That Bilal and Shida storyline is totally, let's pit the two women against each other. And that's just like not funny or interesting to me um but i don't know uh so much evidence kyle oh my god so first off we have to start with the most important evidence which you may not have seen yet kalini of kalani and kalini is getting married engaged yesterday because there were 12 posts about it (laughs) so excited um i know that she introduced this boyfriend officially like they became instagram official in march so it looks like you know she got proposed to on the beach yesterday she's super pumped beautiful ring so happy for her uh i mean i think i'm happy for her because i know zero things about this dude so hopefully he's not a piece of shit there there are many people that are very disappointed right now and not because she's happy but because they wish it was them <laughs> yeah i know yeah. oh great stuff anyway the no- most el- like the most eligible bachelorette on the show is now now taken off the market guys Sorry. i know well it's great stuff i will be excited to see more posts can't wait for those wedding photos uh yeah good for her congrats kalini if if kalani hasn't divorced Aswelu for real <laughs> which we hear about rumors of this every 10 minutes, then it's not going to take long once this, if this dude is a normal guy, he's going to be around. She's going to think, oh God, what did I do? Ugh. Yeah. And you know, well, it is, look, Kalani and Asuelu have been on what, two seasons at least of HEA? At least, I think three. They're not oh, on of, this of season. HEA, yeah. They're not on this season. I feel like we saw a bunch of articles that, they were divorced but i don't know i don't feel like i've seen full proof yet no i haven't either i I would doubt it uh, actually i don't know i feel like she's putting up with a lot remember we saw him on what's now and like they had this huge like blowout fight and then it just ended i think it was diaries and it was like 90 day die i was like that's it (laughs) oh it was was hilarious it was hilarious because kim you know, she was on she was on my ass all the time about playing volleyball. So I I said, okay, I'm gonna play golf because <laughs> that's better. Oh gosh, I I don't want to watch another because there's literally nothing new there. For some reason, Jenny and Summit are still interesting, at least in episode one. But with Kalani and Asuelu, I don't like to be sweater. <laughs> Maybe you I'm gonna should. get mad. You live in one of the hottest countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Pat- Listen to me. <laughs> Patrick and John are totally hanging out together um, with Thais and, and Patrick, John, Jabri. Oh, sorry. Oh, you, pa- you said I said Jabri. Patrick and John are hanging out Patrick together. Patrick and I mean- John, the brothers, are to- are hanging out? I can't believe it. <laughs> Patrick and John are hanging out with Jabri and Miona, and it makes me feel like this whole tell-all thing was just fake. Right. Like, they're clearly buds. I find they're it fine. very annoying. Um, I mean, then again, Jabri loves and hangs out with a guy that, quote, put him in a coma. That's true. So, I mean, John didn't even hit him. So, they <laughs> must be best friends now. That's true. 
Um, did you watch the bonus scenes from the tell-all? Because I did, and I can report fully on some interesting things that happened. Please report. Evidence okay. report. Evidence report. Number one, Muhammad isn't interested in having a child with Eve, he's decided, because he doesn't want that responsibility, Kyle. How convenient. How convenient. Yes, they had a whole segment where Sean's like, what about having a baby? Let's ignore the fact that Eve is 48. Um, she And she is considering freezing some eggs, though, Kyle, unless he changes his mind. But he has decided, yeah, he doesn't need to have a baby with Eve. Um, definitely doesn't have to do with the fact that he plans on leaving her immediately after getting his green card. It has to do with, you know... He can't imagine having more responsibility now that he watches Theron and has to get a job and all the stuff. So much responsibility. So much. Um, uh, Thais's dad had a segment that he was not ready to be a grandpa. It's kind of boring. The main thing that I am upset that was cut out is Leandro. I know. Was brought on I saw stage. That he, I saw that he was on. He was completely cut out. Such his little nerd. I love him. And, okay, we learned some information that I think we kind of knew but was spelled out very explicitly, which is that Ari's mom loves Leandro. Like, she thinks of him as a son. She loves this guy. It's not shocking because we've kind of seen snippets of it on their seasons, but Ari, like, really called it out and said, yeah, my mom thinks of Leandro as another son. She loves her and or loves him. And Ari's brother also considers Leandro his best friend. So this Jesus. guy is integrated into this family. I mean. They and, were together for 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Sean, Robins, Sean Robinson's like, Binium, how do you feel about Leandro giving you relationship advice? And Binium just like flat out is like, I do not like him. <laughs> he, <laughs> he says that. He's like, I do not like Leandro. He is annoying. And it's just really funny. And also, apparently, Ari and Leandro speak Spanish together all the time. So Binium's like, I have no idea what they're saying or what they're talking about. And that is like, I think I knew rude. that. Yeah, I think I, I think we saw that on a different season. Yeah, not great. Very frustrating for Benny. Um, Kobe is dying laughing during this entire segment. He is just like. <laughs> How is this real life? Like, is this because Sean Robinson's going around asking everybody else, like, how would you feel if your ex-wife get and they're like, just like, what do you mean? How would I feel? Like, absolutely not. Jabri is losing his mind. And he's just like, look, of course at, he is. I, I can't. Binium, this is just he's, too much. She's dimming your light. Leandro's dimming your light, Binium. Exactly. And then they talk about, like, Ari and all the social media criticism that she's gotten. I feel like they should have kept this in, too. Sean, Sean Robinson says both Ari and Emily have gotten a lot of criticism for, like, giving their, their husband shit for not working when they don't work. And, like, why don't they get jobs and, like, clock their 40 hours? And Ari was actually, I thought, super calm when she answered this question. She's like, well, I do have a job. And I also watch Avi. So, uh, you know, I'm taking care of Avi and, um, you know, I, I don't really know what else to say about it. But she stayed pretty calm. There's like a nothing answer. It's probably why they cut it. Um, Emily also was like working as a nanny. 
So these, the tweet that they read was like, Ari and Emily don't earn any money. And I'm like, well, they do. Both of them have part-time jobs. I mean, I agree. They should be working full-time, but um, I don't know. I think some of it – I think if they – look, the issue isn't that they're mad that they're not working. It's that they seem irrationally mad that they can't work, and then they blame them. Yeah. But – once they have a green card, then it's a different discussion. If they aren't working then, then it's about, you know, promises not being delivered because there's not, I feel like there's, it's very rare that there's someone that's like, yeah, I'm going to get to the U S and then I'm not going to work. I'm just going to sit around all day. Yeah. Like I think, I think literally only Yara said that and then she got pregnant and you know, now she's taking care of Mila, but it's, you always, oh, yeah, I'm going to work. I'm going to work so hard. I'm going to get 12 jobs. And it's very rare. It's, it's it's still pretty rare. I feel like Andre was the worst offender at just not doing anything, even <laughs> though he talked a big game, right? <laughs> Andre really, like, sat on his ass for a full two years. Although the he trucking was... interview oh in the shorts God. was just gold so funny although i will say like i don't know how much libby was actually working but andre did take care of uh ellie oh yeah he, yeah, he was actually for i think almost two years almost until i think he was until he started working with Shaq. yeah <laughs> yeah i'll give him that oh andre i'm glad he's back um we also had a request a few requests to recap the muhammad and eve kind of drama So I'm going to do a quick recap, and then we're going to talk about developments since last week, which are a lot. So this is a major trigger warning, like literally like domestic violence, allegations, cheating, just general shittiness. Um, We're going to discuss it all. So just skip skip ahead four or five minutes if you don't want to hear it. Um, So this is is kind of the recap that's happened in the last week. Mohammed... Um, first of all, alleged that he found text messages between Eve and another man. And that's why he broke up with her. But then there were also all of the text messages that we've talked about quite a lot that Muhammad was sexting and talking with another woman via text message, just bluntly said that he was going to leave Eve as soon as he got his green card and like hook up with this other woman. So allegations on, well, we know that it's not allegations on Muhammad's parts. We've seen the text messages. On August 15th, Muhammad filed DV charges against Eve, and on the 24th of August, I believe, he leaked this audio that was supposedly – it was supposed to be incriminating um, about Eve, but it kind of feels like Eve was set up. And that audio, you can – there's a post about it in the Facebook group. You can find it online. It's basically like a three-minute clip of Eve just like screaming and being like – I need help. I need you to help me. I need help. And Muhammad's, of course, maintaining his super calm composure, and she's kind of losing her shit. Um, what was your kind of thoughts on on the audio? <clears throat> I think that you're right in that, in his mind, he thought it made her look bad. Mm-hmm. Because he can't put him... I mean, in, in a way... It's almost like he was projecting if he was the one yelling like that, what people would think of him. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fair, you know, that he's this 
Muslim guy with this outwardly calm demeanor. And if he was like that, people would go berserk. So maybe that's what he was thinking when he released it. But the overwhelming majority of people, I think both of us included, were like, well, yelling at him that I need help, even if that's not an example to him of this, it doesn't make him look good. Uh, I, I feel like if, if anything, it makes them both just look like they're idiots for being in a stupid, obviously ridiculous relationship that should have never happened. And it doesn't help anyone at all. Yeah. You, you like, yes, she's having a, uh, bad reaction. You could argue to, your shittiness but you know even if you like i don't i don't think it's like victim blaming to say that you drove her to scream at you and you're supposed to be in a partnership and regardless of what muhammad did or not she's in that state because you're a shitty husband. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I. a lot of people are saying it feels like she was set up because she is just screaming like, I need help. I need you to help me. I need help. Well, let's say that she wasn't set up. Yeah. Let's just say that he uh, they were they were in a particularly bad argument. And then for whatever reason, he started recording because yeah. he was afraid. Let, let's just say. Let's just be completely on his side and say that he was afraid it was going to escalate and she was going to hit him or something. So he starts recording. Mm -hmm. If I'm him, I feel like, okay, let's just say I feel like I literally did nothing to instigate this. I still feel horrible and honestly a little bit embarrassed that the person that I'm supposed to commit my life to is feeling this way and I did nothing about it. Or you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to think there's, I just feel like there's no scenario where. I feel happy that this is happening at all, whether I did anything or not. And then to post it on the internet is like, he really feels like he's the hero of his own story. Yeah, he really and does. That, and that, just the fact that he posted it alone just goes to show how completely off his perception of the world is. It's just, I'm really curious if that is his evidence of the domestic violence charges. So Eve's lawyer took to TikTok to say that Muhammad has falsified the DV claims and charges, and he's trying to get the U visa, which there there was a lawyer in the Facebook group that clearly explained this very well and much better than I'm going to right now. But I think there's two types of visa. They keep saying the U visa, which is supposed to be for domestic violence victims to be able to keep them if they are on, you know, they have don't have their green card yet. It keeps them in the country so that they can. It gives them a secondary path to green card without, you know, their significant other who would be abusing them to, you know, rely on them. The point is that the what the lawyer was alleging is that Muhammad is falsifying the charges so that he can stay in the country with this workaround for domestic violence victims and that's why he wants to you know make it look like Eve has abused him now the tiktok in the tiktok the lawyer refers to Muhammad as the amber herd of immigrants and that is uh, <laughs> really fucking bad i don't know why you're doing that because what that what that implies is that amber heard is making up 
the abuse that she, you know, endured from Johnny Depp. And I look, do not post about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in the Facebook group, please, because we've no, we we had a we. I even posted like no, (laughs) not here, not here, too much comments off. Lots (laughs) of other places to talk about it, but I thought it was really in really really poor form to for the lawyer to frame it that way in her TikTok. Going for the throat, dude. Wow. And this, I and also like, don't hire a lawyer that takes to TikTok to defend you. Like it's. I know it's, it's got to be really stressful for her, though. I do. I don't know. A lot of people of say they don't feel bad for Eve because she chose abs and then surprise. I mean, I'm kind shitty. of I'm kind of there in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're accused of something you didn't do, that's as serious. Sure, as this, that's, that that's is awful. horrible. And yeah, that's terrible. Very stressful. She's also got a lot of stress taking care of a special needs child. I mean, no matter how stupid she was, she doesn't yeah. deserve that. No, nobody does. And so I understand like both sides. Like, yeah, you know, like don't make dumb decisions. Uh if you're on a safari and you stick your head in a lion's mouth, you're going to get your face eaten, you know, making dumb decisions bad. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there have been really no further updates in the last two or three days. Um, so visit, visit the mega thread. It's I think still pinned in the Facebook group. If you want to talk through or look at all the, the comments there. Um, but the drama continues. I'm sure it's not the end of it. Uh, we will continue to cover, even though I think it's just really sad. Also, because Theron is ultimately like the victim of of this whole business. It just sucks. And, you know, he, he probably doesn't understand the details of what's going on, but he sees I'm sure he's seen them yelling and he's seen his mom in, in such an emotional state and he's clearly not going to be used to that. And so it's probably really fucking with his head. Yeah, it sucks. It really does. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How we take care of our minds affects how we experience life. So it's really important to invest time and care into keeping your mind healthy. There's plenty of ways to support brain health. Like, for example, something we talk about often, learning a new language. And also, you know, things like taking power naps. And there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. I love BetterHelp Online Therapy because I can fit it into my busy schedule and I don't have to drive anywhere uh, to get it. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So if you have Zoom fatigue like I often do, you don't have to be on video if you don't want to be. Uh, It's much more affordable than in-person therapy as well. And especially if you live in a rural area where maybe you don't even have access to therapy within a reasonable driving distance, you can still get the help you need with BetterHelp. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Um, So I know a lot of us in certain parts of the country as well. uh, For me, for example, it was really hard to get an appointment with a therapist that was near my house. Our listeners at 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp at BetterHelp.com slash Cray Cray. That's BetterHelp.com slash Cray Cray, C-R-A-Y, C-R-A-Y. So what are you waiting for? Keep your brain healthy. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash cray cray. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? 
A lot of us wake up too hot or too cold during the night, and this is a big problem, and it really affects our sleep. Since I started using Miracle Brand's self-cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with this natural silver that prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, so no more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA-grown Supima cotton, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Why are we doing this? Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores, fewer breakouts, and other skin problems. So what are you waiting for? Go to trymiracle.com slash cray and try it today. We've got a special deal for our listeners. It's pretty awesome. Be sure to use promo code CRAYCRAY at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash cray and use code cray to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash cray And thank you to Miracle Brand for sponsoring this episode. I've been watching as, you know, I think a couple people have posted about in the Facebook group. There's a new show called Mo that's actually um, produced by Rami, uh, my other favorite show. And they have like, it feels like almost the same show, except one is a Palestinian American. Um, and then Rami, of course, is um, Egyptian American. But of course, uh, of course. yeah, so actually, and this one, dude, this show is like, it's such it's such a unicorn because the show is hilarious. Like Mo is a really funny comedian, but he is addressing like really important and heavy issues that I'm hoping will like educate people about issues that you hear in the news, but you hear it from like a, you know, reporting angle or like a legal angle and this really shows the human side of i mean just a i don't think this is a spoiler but muhammad was born you know born during the gulf war so born in kuwait is palestinian has never been to palestine because his parents were refugees in kuwait when he was born and then he was like basically he and his mom and his siblings moved to the u.s his dad had to stay behind for two years was tortured and then eventually like went to the u.s as well and he doesn't have citizenship he's not a legal u.s resident citizen and so he basically is a citizen of nowhere he has never been to palestine he's terrified of being deported he can't work legally um and it just like shows his life and he it's it's wildly hilarious in many points in time but it's also like deeply troubling and i i just I think that's a really difficult balance to strike. And I think it's a really fascinating and important show. And so it's on Netflix. Um, You can watch it. And the episodes are like 20 minutes long. And I I just think it's really well done. Um, So encourage everybody to give it a watch. It's a good endorsement. Yeah. Uh, What were your thoughts on House of the Dragon? Oh, 
Oh, my God. I loved it. Look, I don't think it's going to get the mass audience that Game of Thrones got. And I will tell you why. Because you know George R. R. Martin has said many, many times his favorite characters are the morally gray characters like Jamie Lannister. Like, oh, shit. Do we like Jamie Lannister? Do we hate Jamie Lannister? Nobody's sure. Littlefinger. It's like he does some stuff that's like okay, I think that's good. And then he does other stuff that you're like, that's very bad. And so every single character in House of the Dragon feels like a morally gray character. And yeah. um, I think it's going to be harder to draw people in because like characters like Arya and uh, Daenerys <laughs> outside of the last season and Jon Snow, they were so easy to root for. And like Cersei was such a clear villain. But in House of the Dragon, everybody's kind of gray. And so um, I think it's going to be tricky. I also think it's tricky because it's a prequel and we know how it turns out like 200 years later. So that's also a little tricky. I thought it was very well done. I loved it. I I was surprised to see some of the criticism. Um, like some of the TV critics did not like it, but I I was really into it. What did you think? I thought it was it was much better than I expected. Uh, I enjoyed watching it for the most part. I really liked the guy that they're kind of painting to be one of the central villains um, as he's like, they did make him, I think pretty complex so far. And, and I liked Damon? that. You mean Matt Smith? Yeah. Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife said there weren't enough hot people. That's, so that's, that's another thinks. thing. Yeah. Cause Matt yeah. Smith looks hideous. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Great. Thanks for your opinion, babe. Uh, and then the, th- the only thing that bothered me, um, and I, 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 I've been thinking about like, is this a nitpick? Am I going too far? But then again, it's game of Thrones. You have to analyze Absolutely. every little fucking thing. That's, that's why what we you watch do. It. <laughs> that's why you watch it. Uh, I hated the tournament scene. I did not um, care for it either. And so, spoiler, five minutes, basically, not five minutes, two minutes. I was like, whoa, you've got a lot to say. (laughs) Basically, like, they have this tournament similar to season one of Game of Thrones where, you know, we're just going to get a bunch of people together. I'm going to joust and going to do lots of fun fun games because I'm going to have a baby and yada, yada. Well, in season one of Game of Thrones, the tournament is a celebration and... If you think about the way that these things work, you get all the lords of all the houses and you have them compete. It's supposed to be this great competition. But the only like real life and death conflict in the season one tournament was between two brothers that had fucking beef. Okay. Yeah. And but these you can't just fucking kill a guy. I know. And I just it really stretched credibility to me that these sons and princes of all the houses were just beating the living like literally butchering each other um i just don't buy the explanation that there hasn't been a war for a long time and people are pent up because the political ramifications of that tournament you could take an entire three seasons to flesh out that drama on on game of thrones and i feel like I mean, they basically admitted in the after the episode discussion, they literally admitted that, well, it's Game of Thrones. We need to have some blood and gore. I, I you know agree. What I mean? yeah. Like they just literally like they threw need... that in just to throw you a bone of violence because, well, it's Game of Thrones. We need to make sure people know what they're watching here. It's like it makes no fucking sense. And they treated it so aloofly. I, I really didn't like that. Yeah. The only justification I can think of is that they are trying to set the stage for the period of time 
and that maybe that kind of like absurd violence was acceptable and par for the course. But it's also like the, you know, TNA, you know, they got Damon right. at the whorehouse like 50,000 yep. times. First like, HBO, t- first episode. Yeah. Tropes. Yeah. You know? It's like Tyrion from the very first episode of Game of Thrones when they had him with, um, you know, his, his ladies and uh, enjoying some 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 paid sex and yeah. uh it, it, they're trying to make damon out to kind of be the same but i'm like wow this orgy is very large this is a very <laughs> large orgy also again this is like major spoiler but that birth scene Whoa. i had to cover my eyes i i i, I did actually like the 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 juxtaposition between the men Yes. Uh, Foyton and the women struggle. I, I liked that they kind of compared it that way. But I, I, to wrap it up, because we can talk about this for an hour. If if there aren't massive, like insane repercussions for that tournament, it'll be really fucking stupid yeah. and disappointing that they did that. I mean, the Dornish guy, I assume he's going to become a big character. I yeah. hope so because he's very handsome. So we'll just—he's going to plow the the queen in ten minutes. Hopefully, yeah. All right, you ready to talk <clears throat> this episode in detail? I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be drunk. I'm sweating again. Oh God, <laughs> sweater. I the only thing more I can't th- sweep the corner, Sumi. <laughs> Uh, the only thing more enjoyable than just having families submit back in the picture is the B-roll of the non. I was like, stop it. Looks so tasty. <laughs> I want to eat it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I'm just going to repeat what I said in the intro. Like, I was like, oh, another season of Jenny and Submit. Like, what else can there be? But clearly, there's still I more. <laughs> I completely forgot that his parents didn't know or like they didn't. He, he was too chicken shit to say it at the tell all. I completely forgot about that. Me too. I'm so I mean, that's why the recap, as annoying as it can be, is important at the beginning. We haven't seen them in a year. Yeah. I forgot. I this story. This is casting gold, like literally. And I know this is their like third or fourth season, but the fact that, like, seeing the Michael Jones pictures, how absurd that was. The fact that they still got together afterwards. The massive age difference. The fact that Jenny, like, stayed at his house in India for, you know, six years prior to when she actually moved there to be with him. I, the, if this is the first episode of the show you've ever watched, and you're like, that's that's fake. That's just not – that never happened. What are you talking about? That's biz- – like – there's no fucking way that they're together. Who are these people? I'm just imagining. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone that's n- never watched the show, I never know. listened to the pocket. They happen to flip on the TV and see this recap and you're just like, what? You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I, right? Like, what are you talking about? And then, you know, they get the whole like, you can't marry him storyline. He, oh, totally skipping over the fact that Summit was fucking married, got divorced. Now is living with Jenny, then actually got married to her. Finally, parents still don't know, even though they allegedly reconciled last season. And apparently they had this whole, oh, kumbaya, lovey-dovey thing in the park 
telling Jenny they loved her and they wouldn't stop them from getting married. This is on film, people. And now they hate her again. They didn't talk to her since that scene. No, that was it. It's been months. They haven't seen her at all. The parents' recap was brutal. Oh, like, my God. Calling her an oldie and why don't you marry someone that's 100? Fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they, like, I let her mom, or her mom, Samit's mom, when Samit's like, you, or Jenny says, you, you said that you wouldn't stop us. Show me the proof. I'm like, girl, we can show you the proof because it's on video. Like, it's on tape. She's never seen the show before, apparently. So I don't know. How can you be on a show and not watch it back? It I can't. It blows my mind. Anyway. All right. So where do we start? Um, uh, okay. Let's start with what the fuck is with this apartment situation. Oh, my God. What is happening? Why are they eating breakfast on their bed? Uh, how can they afford two apartments? They didn't move any of their stuff, so it's just a staged, empty apartment. Well, not staged because they didn't bother to clean before they left. Oh, my God. Seriously. What is going on? I'm so confused about the work situation still. Like, is Summit working? Remember he, like, had that interview with his friend for the marketing company and he was like well you need to pay me more than that and the friend was like what what you have no experience bro what are you talking about so so confused but yeah i have no idea how they're affording both of these apartments it sounds like one's a safe house i also want to know what when jenny says i'm afraid his parents will come and take him away how would he is 33 like does she think they will physically carry him away from her or send a hit squad right i have no idea um one thing i wanted to ask you <laughs> when they when they start their scenes and they're playing this this like traditional music is that the equivalent of the tlc when there's a, whenever there's anyone in asia yes and they start ding 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 gong yes. that, is that the, are they doing the same thing they, with india now it's fucking absurd i think so did you notice the music they played when yara was getting ready it's like girl you're hot oh yeah i'm like seriously like can we just get i know some neutral i guess they have to set also the mood, also but. like no i hate it i fucking hate it when they play It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia music on this show, it, they don't deserve to have it. I agree. I know it's. I know that they picked that music on It's Always Sunny because it was free and they just got it off the internet. But you don't deserve it, especially Bilal. Stop. I know. And I can't even remember what music they played for Bilal and Shido, which means it must have been pretty neutral. That's, that's what, that was the Always Sunny oh, thing. Oh, okay. And then for... Um, who was I going to say? Oh, they're finally using Usman's music to intro his segments, <laughs> which I never under Like, why haven't they been doing that all along? I, that's, his music is so absurd because he still is doing that thing from 15 years ago where he's like using the Vuvuzela in the background. <laughs> At any time, his music is so bad. It's so stupid. I know. That's why it fits so well. Like, it's so absurd and ridiculous. I love it. But yeah, they do like have the the Indian music at the beginning of the segment. And it's, it's. Oh, God, (laughs) stop it. 
Um, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful music. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, you just know why a TLC intern picked that music. I because know. they just they literally Googled India music free. That's what they did. I know. And then they picked the number one result. Yeah. Uh, so they're sitting down outside of their new apartment, maybe. Dr- Which looks nice. Looks what the fuck incredible. is this? It looks huge. <laughs> I'm like, how is this? And they're drinking salty lemon water. What's the verdict, Kyle? Yay or nay? On salty lemon water. Um, I try it, but that's not a combination I would intuitively uh, create. Doesn't that make you more thirsty? <laughs> Maybe the salt is just to balance out the bitterness of the lemon. I don't know. I think it sounds interesting because I don't particularly like sweet drinks. So I'd like to try you this. Need, like, you need salt in your diet. So I wonder if it's a thing because... Indian cooking doesn't use as much salt as I think it does, which I think sometimes it can be very salty. I have no idea. Yeah, it's. I, I want to try it. Um, salt used to be much more expensive and inaccessible to people, so maybe it's considered like a luxury item. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. No, that could be. Jenny does not like it. Um, what else? We just like they just like throw a bunch of random information at us in the beginning. Uh, the new apartment, the salty lemon water. They're he in wants a to talk to the parents now. I they're Jenny falling on her ass was mildly entertaining, but yeah, let's move on from that. Uh, so yeah, I mean the the whole renting two places thing was like mind blowing because mind we just blowing. know how they have no money. I just assumed um, when we saw them in the new apartment, I was like, oh, their old apartment is closed, done. And then they go back. I'm like, what? Maybe they had like a month overlap of the two leases. It's this I woke one. up in the worst mood. <laughs> so submit. I mean, this is a storyline. Well, I thought was going to be the storyline, but they blew their load in the first episode. Submit seems super pumped about married life. He's been having a great seven weeks or whatever it's been since they got married. <laughs> so this was filmed like two years ago. I then. know. And <laughs> so it's so crazy. But um, they're talking about the fact that Submit wants to tell his parents that he's married. And Jenny thinks that she should not be there when this happens, which I kind of agree with. But for TV's sake, I'm really glad she was there. <laughs> yeah. she and, and I think that she has a good point because it, Submit has goldfish brain about how this has gone in the past. Yeah. What, what always ends up happening is they start shitting on Jenny. He doesn't defend her. And that kind of sets the mood. And he panics. And then he won't, def- he won't defend her, and he won't. I mean, half the time, he doesn't even end up saying what they originally set out to say, and Jenny has to say it, which is almost exactly what happened this time. It's so frustrating. Submit makes this big deal about like her being quiet and not talking, and then he just sits there and says, "As a wife, you have to understand your husband's situation." Okay. Deepest eye roll I've ever done. Like, come on. And so... Channeling Andre here. <laughs> Submit just seems Just like- listen to me! How come I have to listen to you? You never listen to me! This this is a very healthy dynamic that's happening right here. This is great. It's also hilarious to me that Submit wants to tell his parents because he's just so scared that they're going to hear about their marriage through the grapevine. I'm like, you mean the fact that it was televised? 
on, on the, the highest rated cable TV show in the United States. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. You're right. You might be onto something there. They might hear about it. <laughs> That's why I literally think that they had to have been filming this before the fucking even last episode of the other way season two or three or whatever came out. Yeah, I think so. I also think that like in general production films a bunch of stuff like this and then they later decide what to put in the season right i really do think they do that and i think they cut a bunch of stuff and i don't even know if that's the stuff that goes to diaries because the stuff in diaries is self-filmed so right i don't know they make them reenact what they shot for hea that got cut yeah yeah seriously so i mean Smith just seems delusional like he says at one point that his parents are going to be okay with a secret marriage oh yeah that's fine they already said that you know they already gave the blessing now from Sadna's perspective, I think she's getting a little too legal and and too cute here, obviously. But she did never give them the blessing. Right. What she did do is she say, we won't try to stop you and I love you. And those two together, that's a pretty, I mean, to me, that's a pretty firm statement. It is, but it also is like. She shouldn't be surprised that they right. pretty much set their intention pretty literally. And we I don't won't know. We try was... to stop you and we love you. It seems like, like something was lost on. in translation here. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. We we have listeners that speak Hindi and I don't remember anyone making a, a post about how hilarious it was because she's clearly full of shit and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, the mom and dad have done a complete 180 from last season. I mean, they are this scene, the very last scene, brother submit, sister-in-law submit, mom and dad, Jenny submit all in one room and they're filthy old apartment. How is this apartment so dirty? I'm a grown woman. I, I don't need to be judged. Stop judging her, Kim. She's a grown woman, okay? I'm judging her. This is an so abomination. Just, there are empty plastic bottles the kitchen all floor, over the dude. place. The kitchen the floor kitchen is floor. disgusting. I just, I just keep cracking up about the idea that they just abandoned a dirty apartment. And they have enough money to rent two apartments, but Get they don't have lady. enough money to send a, a person over there to clean it before your fucking parents come over. <laughs> this is what I cannot understand. It's like, yeah, if you're paying, I understand that last season they were trying to make this pitch that they were really tight on money. But now that you have, you're paying two rents, but you can't afford to pay someone to help you clean. So good. <laughs> so stupid, dude. Maybe maybe the cleaning people in India are like, we won't no, this is too far. We don't this is disorderly and we don't want anything to do with it. This must be an American woman. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's stuff everywhere. It is it is worse than when Mother Summit made a big deal last season. <laughs> Yeah, which was also the most hilarious scene of the entire season last time. So good. So, I mean, they, the parents. I'm sweating. (laughs) You know, I hate sweating. I'm like, dude. Yeah, shouldn't have moved to India. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) The parents come in, they sit down. Jenny is sweating from just making tea to serve them, which Sadma like points out right away. Feeling hot? 
just for making tea? <laughs> then Summit <sighs> translates well, one, it for one her. One has to do it. Why is Summit translating it for oh. her? I don't know. It, he only translates a couple mean things and then stops because it gets far worse. And thank God he didn't. Tra- yeah, she says your arms are fat. But thank God he stopped. But oh my God, he needs to take a cue from Mo, the new show on Netflix, where like Mo's mom is saying things in in Arabic and he's translating them in English to. Oh, she says she loves your shirt. <laughs> so fucking funny i'm like yes that's the way you translate like for things you don't want your wife to hear so sadna sadna is so petty like like even the arms thing is obvious but it's so they also make they make fun of her for trying to speak hindi too that was really mean too but i laughed um (laughs) just not at the comment but about like the pettiness that this woman hates jenny so much And she's just trying to put her down and put her in her place. And it's just the whole scene is so awkward. I was on on my deathbed. (laughs) I will never say that. I was on the edge of my seat when there's this awkward silence and Samit isn't talking. And I'm like, is he going to say something or what? He says nothing until, well, I got married. So fuck you, mom. And the sister-in-law is just like, oh. And all hell breaks loose. The mom is hysterical. She's like screaming, I will throw you out of my house. Don't even come by. Is this basically a declaration of parents submit disowning submit? It seems like it, but she's going to calm down. I'm sure there's going to be more. I hope that there's more scenes of parents submit after this. Dad seems pretty calm and he's telling her to calm down. He's not. I mean, no one. The only person that's shocked about this is, is mom. Yeah, you're right. Do you think Father Summit's going to have to pay for another divorce? He's retiring, <laughs> so he can't afford it. God, the funny thing is, if if he says I'm divorcing Jenny, I think he would gladly pay for it, even though he can't afford it. That's so true. So, They'd find a way. Yeah. Uh, did we miss anything for these two? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Next is Shida and Bilal. Using... Like the the Charlie Brown kicking the football is a perfect metaphor for Shida, and it makes me very sad. Can you for, explain that for people that don't know what Charlie Brown kicking the football means? If you don't know what Charlie Brown kicking the football means, you're a godless, un-American heathen who didn't have a childhood. <laughs> That's me. I don't no, I'm understand. kidding. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I'm not offended. No, so so Lucy, it like the the ju- it's like a running joke where Lucy sets up the football for Charlie Brown to kick it, and then at the last second she takes it away. Oh, so just constantly <laughs> like making promises and then and then going back on them to to Charlie Brown's humiliation. That is a great metaphor. I wonder if Bilal realized <sighs> what was happening. Of there. course he didn't. Yeah. Of course he didn't. You know, yeah. I feel like we learn more about Bilal and Shida's engagement on this episode of HEA than we did the entire season of 90 day. I know <laughs> totally like he went to Trinidad for seven days on the fourth day. He loved her so much. He proposed and then they didn't see each other for two years. I thought he had been to Trinidad like several times. No COVID. And it just, I, I wish they would have reminded people that during all those years, he just sat in front of a blank wall. 
and just didn't even didn't explain to her house. where no. he lived or no. anything. Yeah. Bizarre. It was wild. And I do see, like, I don't know, I could kind of see a little bit more personality in this intro package to where I could understand why they were cast. Like, they have, they're kind of like weirdos in a lot of ways, like the tongue thing. Like, Shida likes yeah. her tongue. She likes her tongues pink, but not her beef. Um, and just kind of <laughs> the dynamic of when they were, you know, she doesn't like her iced tea and she wants to sip his drink. And he's like, no, you're going to drink the whole thing. I was like, okay, I kind of see, like, how they cast them. It just went so dark so kind fast. Of, I know. I mean, they kind of bicker like brother and sister yeah, sometimes. A little bit, yeah. But, you know, every every relationship takes on, like, jokey stuff like that after a while. So, it, I mean, in a way, it's, I mean, it's the only wholesome thing about them, really. And I know that we're, like, we're coming fresh off a season where Bilal was so bad. It's hard to believe that they could turn the tables. But I want oh, to remind... Oh, they're going to do the HEA switcheroonie. I just want to remind everyone the power of the edit because... I know it's it's far-fetched given what we know about Bilal, but remember what we thought about Sinjin during his first season? Oh, innocent Sinjin, such a treasure, such a sweet, innocent, sweet summer child, and Tanya, this evil woman. And now we see Sinjin and what has happened since, and he sucks. So yeah. it can happen. Um, it's coming. Uh, I hate that Bilal still believes that Shida failed the prank ugh, miserably. So no, she bad. fucking didn't. Stop <laughs> it, Bilal. Yeah, the playing in the snow. I mean, it's cute that it's our first time seeing snow. Um, then Bilal wears a bear costume to a barbecue <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> this... That restaurant is definitely not halal, by the way. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kansas City. Maybe... It's got a fucking pig on the sign. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're there looking to enjoy some barbecue. She doesn't like uh, her unsweetened iced tea. I love an unsweetened iced tea. I I don't. Uh, Shida. Maybe it's beef barbecue because Shida said she's nervous about well, yeah. eating beef in the states. Uh, but they're which, definitely which, using like, the same you, kitchen. Definitely, I can I can understand. I, I I feel like I can understand that. I do. Uh, yeah, they they cook things differently. They have different concerns about handling of meat products and and bacteria, and so they probably cook the shit out of it because yeah. refrigeration standards are different. So yeah, you know, um, Shida has an infection with the. Human tongue. They subtitled it. And I didn't even notice oh, I the didn't way see he said that. it, but the way they subtitled it was infatuation. And I was like, are they making fun of the way he's talking? Because I, I didn't she even said catch that it. she when she says that the tongue can't be cheesy, I almost threw up. That's a horrifying Who's, way to describe it. Whose tongue it can't is be cheesy. cheesy? Oh God. Well, Kalani's tongue. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Cheeto finger. Cheeto finger Kalani. <laughs> um, then they start kind of pitching the theme the of the season, which is 
Shahida is not okay. And Bilal kind of fake mistakes the name. He calls Shida Shahida. They talk about how their names Bad are move. similar. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm not going to take this shit from Shahida anymore. And we're going to meet with her and we're going to work things out. Well, you know, Kim, women are from Venus. <laughs> You know, you you guys hold on to pain. You oh know? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, can we, can we? At not least Bilal do this? didn't say it. <laughs> I know, this is horrible. I. Uh... He, so it sounds like Bilal wants them to squash the beef, and Shida's whole point is that, okay, I want to do that too. But I'm not going to allow her to disrespect me. And Bilal seems to believe that she should just suck it up and eat whatever punishment Shahida is about to dole out, no matter what. Like, basically, he's saying peace is more important than being respected, which is kind of Bilal's whole shtick, in a way, you know? Uh, This is, yeah. I mean, he he calls on his Muslim faith and says, you know, Islam tells us to forgive and move on. And Shida's like, oh, no, I am not a fool. I'm not taking this bullshit. And yeah. Basically, no matter how badly Shahida may or may not behave, just shut up and take it. We're already talking about disrespect. We know that this D word is brought out. Episode one. This is not leading anywhere. Good, Kyle. No. No, ma'am. I mean, do we have anything else to say about these two? No. You want to talk about Soldier Boy videos at the dentist? I sure do. Of course. I mean, I feel like she carries around her phone and shoves it in people, shoves Soldier Boy videos in every single person she meets face. Pretty much. Every single person. Pretty much your MO. Yeah. She, uh. He better notice my teeth. Dobbin, Dobbin. Uh, we, yeah, I don't need to ton watch of, any more middle-aged recap. women getting their teeth whitened at the dentist, but this is very popular in HEA. Or any procedure, really. Really, any procedure. We just want to make yeah. sure that the audience knows that these women are older, and so they need help in looking good for their very young <laughs> husbands. Or Just a others. reminder that you're fucking old. <laughs> That's seriously what it is. We are going to get Botox. We're going to get your teeth whitened. We're going to talk about getting boobs done. It's like constant. You better stop looking like an oldie, okay? Usman, apparently she's Why not be 100? Why not be 100, Kimbali? <laughs> Apparently, this is a result of Usman telling Kimberly that her teeth were yellow on a recent trip to Nigeria. How wonderful. So Usman and Jovi are about the same level of intelligence oh is what God. we've learned. Can't wait to get to Jovi. This man is just a dum-dum. Uh, the storyline has a lot more room to grow, people. And just, just to remind you that last season, the first season that we saw Kimberly, she was just a potential a potential yep. girlfriend. Now she's a real girlfriend. We still have the phases of proposal, engagement, extended engagement, marriage, after marriage, fertility treatment. So basically they have eight phases. more seasons is what you're saying. Basically, yes. Yes. We have a potential of eight additional seasons that we may see these people. But So I'm, she's still a potential. She's still a potential. I'm not going to complain yeah. because 
He'll I mean, go yeah. to Nigeria. Thank <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, that's true. H-E-A before the, before the H-E-A. Before the H-E-A. You know, they, 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 had a, they had a big fight after the tell-all about Zara. But you know what? They talked on the phone, and now it's fine. As we suspected after yeah. this tell-all, I was like, he's just going to call her and sweet-talk her right after this tell-all. Yeah, pretty much. They're going to be together again. We literally predicted that, and here we yeah. are. I love how Kimberly describes Usman as an up-and-coming star. <laughs> I went from fan to super fan to friend to potential and now girlfriend. And Kyle, she's going back to Nigeria. Already went on one trip. Unfortunately, we didn't see it. We're going back to Nigeria, all uh, paid for Matt Sh- by Matt Sharp. And we are going to see a proposal. This is Kim's plan. She's going to propose. I think that we might have another goat Uber, Kim. I fucking hope so. We see them at the cow market this time, not the goat market. So this is different. Maybe we'll see a cow Uber. That would even be better. (sighs) I want to see it. So we meet two non-Renta friends, (laughs) Vanessa and Alyssa. And, you know, uh, (laughs) it's going to be different. You know, I love him, and uh, yeah, I'm going to bring him on a K1. And so they ask the clear and obvious question that (laughs) literally any other human being would ask. He wants kids, so what's up with that? And Kim, like, did your mouth drop to the floor when she said, well, I'll still be the first wife. I get all the love. I was like, this is not a Handmaid's Tale situation where you're just going to force <laughs> a woman to get pregnant. Uh, and, then, and you're going to like hold her hand <laughs> during the whole thing. Oh, and my he'll, God. He'll only love me, you know? Oh, my God. And he is like, she's what? Kimberly's idea of this is that Usman and his second wife and the, and the you know, implied children – are going to stay in Nigeria? They're just going to be in Nigeria, and he's just going to have a second family there. They're not allowed to move in with me. Not that they, I mean, look, not that they even really could, unless he divorces her, seeking sister wife style oh, or something. Like, is this, are they trolling us? <laughs> I'm totally fine f- if they are. <laughs> the delusion is insane. This is hilarious. I mean. I've read, I've read Islamic law, you know. oh good god i mean yeah this fucking woman seriously thinks that her husband is just gonna go back to nigeria when the second wife is ovulating and uh like sister uh sister libby becky's ovulating right now in case case you were curious she's ovulating during this episode and gonna bang have children come back to america and just go back and forth what's the big deal and and only love Kimbali. Yes, yes. No yeah, love. Not the mother of his children. No, no, no love no. for her. Uh, the children are still on the table. We don't know how much love they're going to get. Uh, we'll have to check back. And all her friends yeah. do is ask. So how is this going to work? Yes. <laughs> and and she's being interrogated. I would never. I would never ask you guys. Oh, and then she does her tell-all storm off. I feel like this is the fourth Kimbali storm off so far yeah. uh, in her storyline. They're supposed to be my friend. Why can't <laughs> loving him be enough? 
This is ridiculous. She storms off. The friends are like, uh, did you expect us not to ask, like, any questions about this? Because this is insanity. <laughs> I th- I think that they're rightly concerned just because it's, you know, it sounds like she's had a lot of horrifying relationships before this. Yeah. And yeah. even if it wasn't, even if this kid thing wasn't coming up they should be right to ask a bunch of questions. It's, it's so bizarre. Um, I want to know what uh, her son thinks. I know. I mean, look, yeah. the friends are also advising her, like maybe you should check. He's not talking to Zara or like any other additional. Yeah, we're hundred percent committed. We're hundred percent. I just know. I just know it. 100% confidence. I just know. Says and then they set up they set up for her to check his phone, basically. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's great stuff. Uh, I I what are the what's the Vegas line on he's talking to other chicks, Kim? What do you mean? If you bet a dollar oh, how much Vegas. would you get back? I thought you said vagueest, like V A G U E, like vague. No. And I was like, I don't understand. Oh, he is absolutely talking to at least six other women, like currently. For if sure. you bet, if you bet ten dollars that he was talking to other women, you would get forty cents back. Uh, absolutely, on, on winning that bet. Yes, the odds are are not good. Not not good enough for me to make a bet. I'll say that. It's this is going to be hilarious, though. I'm here for Kimberly going to Nigeria. I'm here for the cow market i'm here for usman more music videos hopefully we meet zara this season that would really bring this home how many times did kim bali and her friends transition between usman usman and usman this this episode 15 <laughs> yeah it's really like to the point of sumi summit sumit sumi <laughs> some meat it's it's i know some people are over this i'm totally here for us man as many times as he wants to come back i'm here for it (laughs) i think it's ridiculous there's no children involved yet only he's got a ps5 you know he's got a ps5 uh maybe we get to see kimberly's son again that would be nice so you know i i i see only wins here what so it sounds like she's gonna bring him more gifts what do you think is on the table great question he's already got a ps5 maybe more games madden madden 2021 she got him a macbook FIFA, too uh, iphone fifa 2021 yeah airpods yep maybe oh she's definitely bringing an air tag or two of course she's got it she's yeah. gonna air tag him i mean oh yeah and iphone they always bring an iphone um all the stuff yeah it's but she, remember, she was just in Nigeria, so she would have brought the gifts then, right? Or maybe that was like... Well, she, she was, wasn't going to be on TV, so... She was still mad, so maybe he was trying to win her back. She didn't bring... The cow. The cow's going to be a gift to mom. Can't wait. So glad we have a, a before the 90 HEA crossover. Yeah. At least one story. We need at least one international trip in an HEA or it's boring. Anything else? No. Let's talk Andre and Libby. They have a new house. Great success. 
and uh, he's still working for Chak, uh, who is mentoring him one-on-one. I'm sure that's a joy. And, uh, I mean, at least Andre, Andre has always been pretty grateful for Chak. He doesn't, it's the debate has always been, is he taking him for granted and, and taking advantage of him? And I feel like the jury's still out on that, Yeah. but it does seem like he's at least appreciative and understands he wouldn't be where he is without him. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I hate it that they have somehow turned the tables and that I am now on the side of Sisters Libby. <laughs> That's how bad their mom is. With the ch- God. With, I mean, the mom is in such Pam. denial that Charlie has a, a drinking problem. And I don't know. This is. I felt like they were completely reasonable yeah. at that lunch. I and too. I was, I hope. I really hope that they stand their ground because we know that they never do on these shows. Yeah. Um, They set out their boundaries episode one, and then they are slowly eroded and destroyed as the season goes on. And it's very unfortunate. And I, her mom, like when they called her mom manipulative, I was so happy about that. And she kept doing it. She actually got much worse on, trying to manipulate them yeah when, when she said you know that sounds very judgmental that's obviously bad because again it's just turning it's just trying to turn it around and ignore the issue but then i have a birthday and i want all my kids together for my birthday i don't think that's asking too much and Please. you have anger issues this conversation's over it's it's awful it's, like she, she it's, says it's, uh, she has anger issues. She says that Becky has anger issues because she, like, kind of brought her fist down on the table. I was like, are you serious? Did you yeah. watch last season? <laughs> no, that's like saying that Eve has anger issues for yelling at Muhammad. I know. It's horrible. So it's just her mom is is uh, just a real piece of work. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but she is in massive denial. I mean, remember we, we scoped her Instagram a while ago and it was a disaster. Yeah. I Pam, don't, oh, Pam's is do not, mm, do not visit. Do it not visit. Horrible. Uh, it's, it's, it's worst case Florida scenario. Let's just say. <laughs> this is going to be a funny season because look, we have known from, you know, 12 years ago when Libby was in one episode of Homeland as a cashier <laughs> that she's wanted to work in show business. She's wanted to be an actress. She's wanted to be something. And now we're getting a glimpse into her singing career. Did you ever oh, watch her, her Jesus movie? No, I sure didn't. Did you? No. I feel like we should I, for research, but I just God. can't bring myself to spend an hour doing that. Isn't it like a Jesus movie, but it's also supposed to be a horror movie? Yes. And is it, it's called literally like... A Christian horror movie. No, it's called like Keep Sweet or something similar. Is it? It's called like Keep Quiet and Pray or something I like that. I think it's Keep Quiet and Pray. Um, <laughs> hold on. I'm looking it up because I forget what it is. Uh, be still, Be still and know. Okay, be still, pray, and obey. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch it. Where where do you even watch this? You watch it on oh, God. Tubi, I guess, or Voodoo. Nobody has that. I know. Oh, I, IMDb. I'm just... This is from 2019? 
Was it that long ago? Good God. The time it's is not just... that long ago. <laughs> oh, God. That's this concerns me. It's rated only PG, so it can't be that much of a horror movie. <laughs> it's an hour and 25 minutes. It's, it's described as a unique family friendly suspense film following four young Ugh. women that venture to a rustic cabin retreat to reconnect after years apart, only to find they are not alone in the a wilderness. A PG suspense movie? I can commit to watching the trailer. It's two minutes. <sighs> anyway. I'll watch that later. Anyway. It's a very a bad reviews now, Pam, on IMDb. So. <laughs> There's a studio where you're going to sing. <laughs> Why is he? So, I don't. Why is he so mad? What is going on in this first scene with Jack? I don't understand why. Like, it seems like he's. They're fighting about maybe where the studio is, there, or are they fighting about Andre wants her to have a studio, but she doesn't. What is going? Why are we all yelling? I don't understand. It's so clear. I think Andre is yelling about the fact that Libby has. Libby says. Either You're going it, to be an American Idol. <laughs> and that's that. You're going to be like skinny Jesus girl. <laughs> it, it seems as though they're disagreeing about a second child because Libby says, if my music career doesn't work out, we'll use it as a second bedroom for a second child. And Andre, this like sets him off. But we don't really understand why. <laughs> I don't get it. You fucking stop at least in double. And, like, what? What? She is, like, pissed because I feel like Libby's like, look, we already have one kid. It's enough for me. I want to try my hand at this music career, and I, I can't be, like, pregnant or taking care of another child while I'm starting to try to jumpstart my music career, which she doesn't call it a music career. She just calls it singing. Right, it's just singing. Just singing. Oh, you're gonna. She can't sing. sing. Yeah, she can't sing without this room. But there's so many questions. Can Libby sing? We've never heard her sing or speak of singing or enjoying music in any way. So fucking excited to see her go to a studio and meet with a producer kind of like river style yes or um who is that guy on season two that was from um nicaragua that was with the white girl that became a lesbian chelsea and chelsea and ymir chelsea is married to a man as of last year oh right yeah oh right um and and <laughs> just like in the studio with the Amir, and they're all like, "All right, that was that good. happened. <laughs> that was the yeah. You you should uh, go back to Minnesota, bro. So funny. Um, I I want the studio scene. This is a reason why I'm I'm kind of anti studio in the home because I want to see them go to the studio in tampa florida and have the producer conversation <laughs> meet with that guy on the cruise ship from uh <laughs> brandon and julia cruise ship guy he's like i got a painting producer. business and i'm also a producer it's my side i think hustle. you should stop singing and start painting baby <laughs> i got work all day <laughs> i really i don't know i really want to like I'm so curious about this because we've just never heard her sing. Not at all. And nothing is I've seen her either. entire ass. 
Oh, we have that. We have. <sighs> yep. Um, goodness gracious. I, yeah, right. I don't even feel like we've seen her on TikTok singing. No, like nothing. I, mean, I don't follow. I don't have TikTok, so maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> it's just, we wouldn't know if she were. But I feel like we'd you know, see maybe... it in one of those starcasm articles, like Libby releases her TikTok of her newest song. I nothing. mean, maybe that just means that it's not, it's neither good nor bad, though. That's true. Because if she was singing and it was terrible, we would have heard about it. And if she was singing and she was amazing, we would have heard about it. It sounds Which like- is probably what this is going to be. It's probably just going to be, like, incredibly uh, yeah. forgettable yeah. and mediocre. It just sounds like, though, they're, like, she's treating this like a maybe kind of hobby, maybe career. Because when Chuck says... It's like a podcast. <laughs> 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 it sounds like Libby's like, I'm just going to see how it goes. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Me, circa 2018. <laughs> I was surprised that Libby allegedly hasn't talked to or seen her sisters since last season, apparently. Since they had the fight about Chuck financing Andre's business, which, by the way, it sounds like Andre did get the $100,000 loan, and it seems like it's going okay. I think they just bought the house with the the loan. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. He's like, well, my business still isn't happening, but I have this house. Hey, 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 I need a showcase house, okay? What did you think about the house? Didn't they just get a fucking apartment last season? I don't remember. Sure. They were showing it off. They were working on... Remember we commented on the completely boring Home Depot black splash that they were so proud of? Yes. I mean, look, the house looks big. Uh, It just looks like a box. And that's great. He should be proud. A lot of people's first house is boring. And that's awesome. And I'm glad that they uh, are moving on up. It It is... really unreachable for a lot of people so they must be doing they must be doing well good for them uh, hopefully they literally just didn't take the money from jack and put it into the down payment I, i'm seriously i think it's like 50 50 that's what I they do did which would be so fucking funny so funny i just sorry i found in my notes like but look even if they even if they did that i feel like jack probably helped all the other sisters the same way anyway oh yeah i have no doubt in my mind and yeah I have the direct quote from Andre written down about the studio. It is, you stop for a second and listen. We have a studio. Oh, you there... left out an F-bomb. Oh, yes. You stop for a fucking second and listen. We have a studio. There is a studio where you are going to be... We have a be... studio. There is a... It's a cruise to Hulkley. <laughs> I could cry. What? There's a studio. So wait, they weren't in, so wait, wait, wait. They weren't in the studio? Is that what Andre is saying? No, because he says there is a studio where you are going to be singing across the hallway. And I'm like, why is he yelling? So why are you in this room talking about the studio? I don't know. Is this the baby? Is this future baby number two room? And no, that's why she's mad. Like, the studio is the future baby's room. That's why he No, it's across the hallway. <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> jesus it's so ridiculous i i missed andre I, I want to see him smash another refrigerator we need to get a sledgehammer for this man maybe he'll smash something in his own home we don't know we don't know it's great 
the mom in the the mimosa scene, we learned that Sister Becky is ovulating, and a thunderstorm oh, spontaneously great. starts. No, it's, it was a Florida moment right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't. Did you understand this? Libby is the so the most frustrating thing about Libby, if you're new to seeing her on the show, is that she is the most two faced person that's ever been on this fucking show before. Because she will say something that, like, I hate this about Andre to her family, but she secretly loves it. Or she will play both sides against each other. It's so frustrating to watch. So when she's like, I don't need his, I don't like his approach. He's like giving me permission to stop working. I don't need your permission. First of all, you fucking love that shit. Oh, loves it. She wants Andre to dominate every part of her life. It gets her so it gets her massive hard-ons every time he does it and also i feel like andre was probably just like you want to sing go ahead <laughs> you he know he doesn't, doesn't care he's he doesn't give a shit he at loves all being the man of the house oh my god one thing about these two you can tell from you want to raise my babies and sing fucking awesome yeah the opening scene these two are still fucking Oh my god! Like a lot. Like there are a lot of puzzles being completed. Yeah, yeah. How do they not get pregnant eight hundred times during COVID? They might actually know about birth control. Is my guess crazy? Kind of insane. Uh, Yeah, mom is in denial about Charlie. She wants to talk about Charlie. Oh, Charlie misses everyone. Are you guys ready to talk to him? And I, I, sisters, sisters, Libby are spot on they're like this is not about an apology this is not about like coming together he needs to address his problem and get help because otherwise this will continue to happen we need to address the root cause and i kind of fucking well, you sound them. very you sound very judgmental i was like judgmental they're like mom you are ignoring this problem and you are in denial and she is i think yeah you're ignoring the elephant in the room he has a disease and they just and, and they don't they make it very clear that this isn't a permanent thing. Yeah. They say for the time being, I don't want my drunk brother around, especially the kids. Yeah. Well, well I have a birthday coming up. Oh, oh what was this? It's not asking too much. We haven't seen Mother Libby on the show. This, at all. She's never been on. They they basically have only had her on a street corner itm yeah a couple times yeah so we have seen her but it's been very short bursts um the only thing i remember her saying is that she was she was impressed that andre had like a sense of moral decency at one point <laughs> i made a meme about it because it was just so such a bizarre thing to say um it's like woman shocked to learn people from other countries have co- a conscience <laughs> it was just really odd and and but other than that she's not been a big presence and my god she is awful yeah she i can uh. chuck is somehow like he is a very important part of the storyline right because he has the money there's the family business he cries a lot he is a cancer survivor hates to see his family torn apart this is what he survived cancer for and you know but mom 
mom is less decidedly less entertaining than Chuck. I Ugh. she this birthday she comes thing. Off, I'm like, is this an she important comes off birthday? Like, like uh, yeah. Who cares she comes about their off birthday like, when they're in their fifties? Incredibly self-important, maybe like borderline narcissist or something. Because she she just completely ignores what her daughters are saying. She just blows right past it and just it wants to make it about her birthday. <laughs> like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm my parents never threw a birthday party my entire fucking life. <laughs> no, ever. Abs- are you saying your parents never threw a birthday party for themselves? For themselves. No, same. For themselves, yeah. Same. I have never. I can't imagine my dad being like, you have to come to my birthday party. Like, what? I'm going to be so hurt. Like, when? (laughs) What? He's never had a birthday party for himself. I think we threw him like a 60th birthday party, maybe. But just take me out to a barbecue restaurant with a pig on it and get me drunk on rare steak. Yeah. Like an Olive Garden, perhaps, would be (laughs) like, that's the Ohio version. Yeah. The Ohio version of a birthday celebration. I'm here for it. I love salad and breadsticks. I could eat that shit all day. Um, Yeah, it's... I don't know. The sisters are like, you need to get Charlie a counselor or like therapy. And the mom wants to bring in a counselor to talk to all of them as a group. And I totally agree with them. That's not going to solve the issue. And then she, she says Becky has anger issues because she banged her fist on the table. That's so ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, You're the one that need help, not Charlie. My Charlie boy. She loves Charlie. Is Charlie the only son? I think they got another one that also is a horrible disaster of a human being. I can't but remember. I can't, I can't remember. This is yeah. totally like, I see gender issues here, too. Sorry, not sorry. It seems like her darling yeah. boy can do no wrong. And right. these sisters who have actually got their shit together. I mean, I hate saying that, but compared to Charlie... They're the ones that have the problem, not darling boy. No, no, no. Couldn't be him. I also wonder if he's the oldest. I don't think he is. I think Becky's the oldest, isn't she? Hmm. Maybe Charlie is. I can't keep it straight, but I think you're right. There are like seven kids, so I feel like there's got to be another boy in there somewhere. Anyway, anything else? No, we gotta, we're going to wrap up with Yara and Jovi back for some reason. At a high level, do you think that they're going to keep going down the marital just disagreements storyline and keep it about that? Or do you think that they're really going to lean hard into the Ukraine conflict? I think they're going to lean hard into the Ukraine conflict um, slash war. I guess it was a conflict when this started filming and... You know, no, it's a war. I don't. I don't mean to mince words there. No, it's a, absolutely. It's a war. Yeah, I wasn't trying to. I was thought you were just referring to actually like the stage of history we were the in. Whole, right. This is filmed yeah. like a year ago. Um, the entire situation. Yeah, the situation escalated over the course of filming. We can see, and uh, to the war that we're we're currently experiencing between Ukraine and Russia, and the. I think they're. I thought at first they were going to lean into a plastic surgery storyline when they're talking about the boobs so much at, at the, that's got to come up. Yeah. yeah. I've never identified so much with 
a 90 day like girl sesh as much as when they were talking about their boobs after breastfeeding being like what did she say pepperonis in a garbage bag or something Pepper- i feel <laughs> I like, like i have pepperonis Jesus. on a trash bag like dude that's a that's a visual image wow oh my god you ever put water in a ziploc and flap it around <laughs> it's like hot damn Whoa. <laughs> but not fucking around they're not Um, fucking around but i don't know i kind of enjoyed the um the the conversation that symphony and adele and yara have these are rena friends right these are not real people symphony with a c kim okay the odds of these two a using their real names and actually being real friends i feel like it's a thousand to one Especially because Jovi and Yara themselves slip up. Jovi calls Kim, them Kimphony, Kimphony, and Adele. <laughs> Jovi called. Did you notice Jovi calls them new friends? But yeah. But Yara refers to them as girls that she met when she very first moved to New Orleans two years ago. She said a year. She, well, she said she said when at the beginning of the scene she said a year ago. Okay, a year, two years. Jovi says they're new friends. I'm like, I don't even know what to fucking believe. A year is still new to me. I guess I so. Say, yeah. But that's from but, when she moved to the United States. There, right. there, she could only have new friends. Her friends are in Ukraine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't. Symphony's I, a piece I, of work. Symphony. Other than the 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 whole boob thing, I could see like people identifying that, and that was funny, and they were very like. It was very real. Yeah. But other than that, I felt like they were very, very unlikable people. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was talking about, you know, her boob job and kind of low-key encouraging Yar to get one, which, like, I mean, that's I think that's weird. Look, if, if it's very clear, though, that she's very self-conscious about it. Oh, absolutely. You do um, you. You do what you want with your it own was body. Weird. I don't care. It was yeah. weird that she encouraged her to go, like, cartoonishly big. Yes. Like, that, what the fuck it, are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. She also encourages Yara to basically leave her husband and move in with her, and she would help her raise the baby. I'm like, whoa. This, like, are you into Yara? Like, this. I didn't hear it that way. I heard her saying that any man would just walk up to her on the street and say, I will take you in and raise your baby. You're so hot. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's uh. And bas- basically to say that Yar- uh, Jovi ain't shit and you can do better. She's like, don't get me wrong. You guys are like really cute together and all. He doesn't but... really cute, but you should like... leave him and just find a random man on the street to raise you instead. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> that's a big statement. Um, Jovi says a lot of really concerning things, such as, we don't spend so time dumb. together anymore. If we didn't have Mila, we'd be divorced already. And also, Yara, your boobs look bad. He really said that to Yara? That's horrible. I think that we've said that this before, but when Jovi says, I miss fun Yara, yeah, and I miss hanging out with fun Yara... That is code for we are not fucking anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. all that means. Yeah. And Yara does say, she's like, it's hard to relax. She's also been breastfeeding for 17 months. I think that does stuff to your hormones that perhaps like, you know, it can mess with your sex drive. I'm not saying so it she is really didn't, Yara, but she, it can. She, weaned, she really only weaned uh, four or five months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like very recent. And so, yeah, she's definitely been there two years. Mila's over a year old. 
No, they say two years married and Mila's 17 months. Yeah. Okay. So she just. Oh, wait. So, so no, that means that she might still be breastfeeding or just stopped. She just stopped because she said I breastfed 17 months. So she just weaned. And anyway, this is more than I care to ever know about somebody's personal boobs. Um, But Jovi also says, oh, what? I'm just the babysitter now. It's not babysitting when you're taking care of your own child, Jovi. Hey, 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 he doesn't go to strip clubs as much as he used to, okay? But heaven forbid Yara go out with her friends for three to four hours. That's an abomination. It's just like, if you had no context for these two, I guess you could see Jovi's point of view here temporarily. But... Like, look, it's every 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 relationship has to work this out in some way. Yeah, they, he does work a long time without any fun. I totally get that, but she is at home raising a kid with almost as little fun. Um, this is sure so Gwen solvable. comes over and babysits and shit, and I'm sure she can go out once in a while because of Gwen. But this whole back and forth, our, Jovi makes it seem like this is such an absolutist thing. Like, I never get to have fun and you get to have all the fun. Shut the fuck up. You get to go out too. It's so Give absurd. Me a break. I just, this is so easily solvable. Jovi comes home, night one, get a babysitter. This is one couple that has the means to get childcare whenever they want. Jovi makes a ton of money. Get a fucking babysitter. Take your wife out to dinner your first night home. And then like the second day, spend with your family all day, plan something fun. And then the third night, get a babysitter again. And you can both go out with your respective friends. It, I don't understand what the problem like, is. Jovi's acting like he literally just got off the boat from work and the second he walks in the door she's like okay i'm out also his mom would probably come stay with them for like three days if they asked and just like watch mila while they could go do something together as a couple go see their friends like you know that's what happened when they went to florida yeah exactly don't tell me that that they don't have any support or like you know i it's just so absurd to me i this is so easily solvable. We never spend like time Jovi, together as a couple. We'll plan a date when you get home, Jovi. Take her out somewhere. If Jovi walked in the door and she was already dressed to go out with her yeah, friends, I would, would understand. I would understand being upset, and that that would be hilarious. Yeah, but that's not what happened. Like, okay, maybe he got back a couple days ago. Yeah, but he didn't just walk in the door. So this whole thing is. I, I feel like it's. This is really the only thing this episode where I'm like, come on, guys, this is very contrived. I know. Also, like, look, I. She's going out with friends she just made like a year ago. Yeah, please. And any new friend is going to be the friend she just made. I don't go to. I love his explanation. I don't go to strip clubs like I used to. Like, that is not. (laughs) <laughs> that's not the state that's not the brag you think it is dude <laughs> also you say that you're taking care of Mila. like she is probably walking out the door at seven o'clock and Mila probably goes to bed at 7 30 so you're essentially watching right. the child for 30 minutes by yourself and then you're gonna play video games or do Drink whatever you, lights. yeah do whatever you do yeah. 
when you're by your, yourself in your apartment. No, that sounds like pretty much the first two years of my son's life is yeah, yeah goes to bed at 7.30 and one of us, one of us is going to be sober. The other one's going to be fucked up. <laughs> And you know that's married. That's married life with a kid. You just have to switch off and you know meet your friends when you can. And I mean the fact it's, that she's yeah. leaving late it leaves him very little responsibility to deal with the child by himself. And again, his, his, not babysitting. Jovi's Jovi is the king of putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, his word choices are so stupid. Like like you said, babysitting. You're not a fucking babysitter. You're a father. Two, you think this is fair? I get stuck with the baby. Okay, getting stuck with your own child. After you uh, haven't seen her for nice. a month. Nice. So <laughs> shitty. It's really bad. So I don't know. That's, that's about her, all that, I have. Her boobs look bad. Um, it's just the tables have clearly turned. Like they're trying to turn the tables. Like now Yara's this party animal and Jovi is the one staying at home all the time. It's just I don't buy that at all. Yeah, God forbid. Um, what do you think about the location tracking excuse that she's going to get kidnapped in New Orleans? Oh, my God. That was so funny. Please. <laughs> but it is what are you doing so long in Target? Fucking getting diapers, asshole. I... <laughs> like, of all places to be worried about Target, you're going to hassle her about. <laughs> she needs to put Tracker on his fucking ass because he's the one I know. Who's, like at the strip club for seven hours. Like, please. He's having a strip dance from a squirrel in wood. <laughs> that was funny. I love. I still think it's hilarious. I forgot about how funny this was. That he went to work for a month, left her behind to take care of their whole entire living situation, and a she's in a foreign country. And he's like, "Yeah, find us a new place to live, and then move. Have fun." <laughs> That's so fucked up. And so she like is like, "Okay, I'm gonna pull one over on him." And move him up to the middle of nowhere in suburban life where I'm happy with my kid. And then he comes home and he's pissed. That's funny. I forgot how funny that was. Good for you, Yara. It was great. It was I great. just, again, this is so solvable. Like, they have the means to get childcare and get help. And so I just don't believe for a minute that any of these problems are unsolvable. This is a lot harder if you don't have support and you don't have you know, the financial means to pay for childcare, it's a lot harder to find time with your spouse when you have a young child. You can't leave the house. You have to figure out how to do something at home after they go to bed to, like, rekindle your marriage. But these two, come on. You went to fucking Miami for, like, a week, and Gwen watched the baby. We saw it. And he went right to the strip club with her. He did. It was, <laughs> oh, my God. So absurd. Uh, I I mean, we know that they don't go to Ukraine. Oh, yeah. No. She can't. No. Um, she still can't. But I remember her doing a lot of charity and organizing and going to, like, protests and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how their dynamic kind of plays out when I'm sure he's going to complain that, well, she's going to a protest and I have to, I have to get stuck with the baby. I know. So see how that goes. Yeah. But this this is the couple I'm probably the least excited for. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. There's still some. I mean, Yara can still. I guess. Yeah. Yara, Yara is still funny sometimes. And Jovi is such an absurd human being that there's there can be some entertainment value there for sure. Yeah. Um, 
if you are new to our show, we will, or just haven't listened lately, we will not be covering Ed and Angela on this season. It's a combination of personal reasons and generalized disgust and the fact that we just don't think that they're funny. And we just can't really enjoy watching them with all of the knowledge we know about how shitty people these two are. So it's just, I I mean, Kim, just as a a good example, I had a lot of fun this episode. Oh, me too. It was way better than I thought. Yeah. This was a super enjoyable podcast to do with you because just not taking this very seriously. Yeah, it's silly. It's really, it's just fun and stupid. We're not sick of these people yet. We were sick of Angela uh, a year and a half before we decided to not talk about her anymore. Yeah, so tired. It's gross. It's repetitive. It's awful. And Ed, um, if you want to learn about just how it, guys. shitty a person he is, Google just, just it. Google it. I just... But we decided a long time ago that we could not in good conscience talk about him and have a good time with what we know. So um that's that's the reminder of what's going on this season so next week there's a good chance that we're going to get a lot of ed and angela which is why we've decided uh if we if we feel like we just don't have enough time we're going to kind of merge 90 day uk into our main episode next week but we'll see how that goes So to wrap up, uh, you may have noticed that this episode is quite a lot longer than normal, and that's because we decided for the first episode of HEA, we're going to release this the entire episode that we normally do on our premium podcast, including uh, our evidence section and talking about other random stuff and just kind of an extended version of this episode that's coming up on an hour and 45 minutes now. We do that every week. Uh, if you are a subscriber to 90 day fiance, cray cray, you're only getting about the third of the content that you can get. If you go to reality, and sign up for our premium show, it's five bucks a month. You get episodes this long, which with much more involved discussion with our evidence section. And, you know, we just open up a little bit more about what's going on with us. So reality, five bucks a month. You get access to every show we've ever done in the archive, no commercials whatsoever. Um, I guess, except for this one <laughs> that I'm doing right now. So yeah, thanks for listening guys. And if you enjoyed the extended version, head over there and sign up. Any final thoughts on, uh, on the episode optimistic about the season uh just given that we're not talking about ed and angela anyway so um yeah Bilal shida whatever but uh it's it's more I, I mean i had a ton of fun this episode just not taking this shit seriously if it gets boring and we start hitting people with a fiery passion we have an entire list of segments that we're going to start doing just to fill time and also like i said we're going to talk 90 day uk possibly next week depends on how yeah. much ed and angela content there is it seemed, i kind of i'm worried there's going to be like 40 minutes of it <laughs> i yeah because it was really heavy this week with um i would say uh, Usman and Jenny and Summit in particular, we saw a lot of Andre and Libby. So I feel like they are going to feature at an Angela next next week. That's what yeah. the teaser said too. Did you watch the next time on or this season on? Well, that was a that that was a this season on. Yeah. So could it's be next week. Could be a couple. Of, yeah, couple of uh, <laughs> troubling scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good God. Anyway, didn't need to see 
almost any of that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Makes it funny that they like blur things like butts when we see like Ed's entire naked body with just the groin blurred out. Yeah. I was surprised they'd show something like that on network television, but what do I know? Well, it's not network technically. Oh, cable, you're but... right. I keep forgetting. This isn't actually on network television. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but they like they bleep out cuss words, but we can see that. Right. Like, I don't know. It's wild. Anyway, yeah. not that I care. As this, if you're not watching 90 Day UK, they don't care on 90 Day UK. The U.S. gets a mature audience warning on Discovery Plus for 90 Day UK. There was one scene where I think I almost saw a cock 40 times. <laughs> it was th- That must have taken 70 years to edit that scene. So funny. And they cuss. They don't care. They don't bleep it. They don't bleep out the cuss words on UK, do they? There's not a lot of them, but I don't think they do. I can't remember specifically now, but just, just like, I feel like in general, America is a little like more prude. Very much. Yeah. Oh, extremely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. This is a lot more fun than we thought it would be. Just pleasantly surprised. And uh, yeah, it's singing studio or baby room. I guess we'll find out on this season. <laughs> We're going to find out. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.